This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, there is a deadline that is fast approaching for anyone who wants to vote in the primary election that is going to be held this coming March 5th. Residents in Alabama who want to register to vote and are eligible to do so must do so by February 19th if they want to take part in that primary election. Vote registration can take place online if you go to sos.alabama.gov or a form can be filled out physically and then turned into the county board of registrars. Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth spoke in support of school choice on Tuesday of this week at an event that was organized by the Alabama Policy Institute. Ainsworth took part in the Educational Freedom Day that was held outside of the Alabama State House. Alabama Policy Institute President Stephanie Holden-Smith was there, saying that API has been fighting for this education issue for the past 35 years. Ainsworth says that he is in support of the state making a way for children to have educational choice and freedom and for parents of those children to have more than just one option of schooling their children wherever they live. Lieutenant Governor Ainsworth used Washington, D.C. as a recent example of school choice. In that city, there are now 48% charter schools and 52% public schools. Ainsworth says it's time for the state of Alabama to not be last in the nation when it comes to education. The Alabama Department of Mental Health has just awarded 33 out of 52 requests for funding after that agency received $8.5 million from an opioid settlement. The settlement comes from a lawsuit that was filed by the state of Alabama against various pharmaceutical companies. The awarded money is to provide mental health and trauma-informed care for those affected by drug addiction, as well as to continue drug prevention curriculum designed for youth. Alabama will be getting a total of $600 million in settlement money over the course of the next few years. That money will be allocated to various state, city, and county governments by the Oversight Commission on Opioid Settlement Funds. Nine men were arrested in Limestone County this week after an undercover child sex trafficking operation was conducted by the Limestone County authorities, the Athens City authorities, and in conjunction with Covenant Rescue Group. The nine men are accused of targeting children in the Tennessee Valley for sexual acts. They used online chat rooms to contact and proposition these children. A pastor in Sylacauga says that the group behind the creation of the He Gets Us ads that were aired during the Super Bowl don't get the rest of us at all. Pastor Rick Patrick posted on social media that the $100 million used for that campaign does not portray a biblical Jesus, but a social justice activist. Pastor Patrick says this is a distortion of the gospel and weakens opposition to sinful attitudes and actions, which results in a compromise with sin. The campaign was started by Natasha Crane, who is a podcaster and author. She received donation money for creating the ads. Pastor Patrick says the ad campaign may help challenge certain stereotypes people hold about Jesus, but overall he still sees the end result of those ads being a different type of misrepresentation of who Jesus is. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the U.S. House voted on Tuesday and successfully impeached the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. House Speaker Mike Johnson released a written statement following that vote, saying that the House Homeland Security Committee has spent almost a year in methodically gathering evidence on Mayorkas 
and his conduct within office. As a result, that committee concluded that Mayorkas has willfully and consistently not complied with federal immigration law while in office, that he has undermined public trust and made false statements to Congress, and that he's obstructed the lawful oversight of the Department of Homeland Security and violated his oath of office. More bombshell testimony was delivered on Tuesday within the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee. Tony Bobolinsky was there and he spoke behind closed doors to the committee about what he observed and documented regarding Joe Biden and his involvement in Hunter Biden's foreign business deals. Bobolinsky is a U.S. Navy veteran who became a business partner with Hunter Biden after he left the military. In his opening statements, Bobolinsky said it was clear to him that Joe Biden was the brand that was being sold to these foreign business owners from China, Russia, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan, and that it was all about granting access to Joe Biden as vice president in order for millions of millions of dollars to come into the entire Biden family. Bobolinsky put a fine point on it by saying that Joe Biden was not just a participant or a beneficiary, but an enabler to all the deals. He was the big guy who created complex layers to ensure plausible deniability should anyone start digging deeper into those actions. Bobolinsky says that he has been trying for four years to tell the American people how corrupted the top of the U.S. government has become. And as a result of trying to do so, Bobolinsky says he's been branded a pawn of Russian disinformation. According to Bobolinsky, between 2015 and 2018, the Chinese Communist Party and the China Energy Company were able to infiltrate and compromise Joe Biden and the Obama White House. Well, since the country of China was just brought up for infiltrating the White House under the Obama administration, the Wall Street Journal is reporting this week that China's shipmaking efforts are far more advanced to what the U.S. Navy and other Western countries are currently doing. China's shipbuilding output of commercial and military vessels is over half of the current global output. Thomas Shugart is a senior fellow for the Center for a New American Security. Shugart is quoted in the WSJ as saying that the degree to which China's shipbuilding dwarfs American shipbuilding is unbelievable. In 2002, China's shipbuilding was 8% of the global output. Now, at the end of 2023, it reached 51%. On the other hand, U.S. production has gone only down as a result of worker shortages and component delays. So the total fleet for the U.S. Navy currently stands at 292, with China headed towards a fleet of 435 by the end of this decade. Well, Joe Biden doesn't talk much about the Chinese military as of late. He's too busy posting videos on the Chinese-owned app, TikTok. Biden made his first post on Super Bowl Sunday, seemingly oblivious to the fact that he banned all of his White House staff from using that app for national security reasons. At the start of this month, the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission met with a panel of cybersecurity experts regarding the current and emerging technologies that are being weaponized by China against Americans. The CEO of Ferret Security, Ivan Serini, was on that panel, and here is what he told the commission about what his cybersecurity company uncovered regarding the TikTok app. We analyzed 3,500 websites of major companies and government agencies to really establish the baseline of data collection by tracking pixels. Uh, a tracking, what is a tracking pixel? It's a piece of code used by websites to track digital marketing campaigns, ad campaigns, and usually remain on websites after ad campaigns end. We found that ByteDance's TikTok collects a huge amount of US-based users' data, even data belonging to people who never signed up or ever used TikTok in their life. In fact, 
We worked with the Wall Street Journal to inform government agencies that their sites were indeed activating TikTok web tracking pixels without their knowledge. So in March of 2023, less than a year ago, TikTok was collecting user data on approximately 7.5% of all of the U.S. business and government websites that we looked at. By December of 23, the presence of TikTok pixels increased by 75% on financial services and banking sites, rising from 5 to 8.5% of all sites, and increased by 178% on healthcare service provider websites, rising from 2 to 5% in just nine months. So while tracking pixels collect data for legitimate purposes, uh, that collected data can also be used for illegitimate and nefarious purposes, including spying, interference in elections, spreading campaigns, and illegal surveillance. For instance, TikTok tracking pixels are silently loaded on web pages where users enter their logins, passwords, you know, schedule a doctor's appointment, or renew license, or buy an airline ticket, amongst any other things. And TikTok sees everything that users enter into those online forms. And unlike tracking pixels from other similar companies, such as Meta, what we saw and what we found is instances when TikTok also collects information that is shown to users on the pages themselves. So it's not just ads information. Given this, it can capture various personal information, information such as search keywords that you enter, search results that you see on a page, purchases, transactions, and any other information you exchange on or were shown on a page. Serini also went on to reveal more about China's ability to remote control and hijack other electronics and software through backdoor routes. Another channel for China's surveillance are the backdoors in smart devices and appliances that can be used to allow someone to turn on the cameras, microphones, and silently modify software without anyone's permission to do whatever the vendor wants to do. For instance, smart TVs have been uh, found to have backdoors that enable Chinese operators to silently modify software, take screenshots of what is on the page, upload those screenshots to servers in mainland China. Uh, last week, Radio Freedom published findings that various CCTV cameras manufactured by Hikvision and Dahua still uploaded videos to their servers even after users disabled that feature. And uh, also, these cameras have been found and very reported to have been used by Russia in its January 2nd bombing of Ukraine that killed 39 civilians. So today, many TVs, refrigerators, music speakers, cameras, tablets, think of everything that you might have at home or in the office. Even light switches are always on, connected to the internet, and are controlled by software that is, and can be, and was manipulated by Chinese companies that control them, which makes them particularly useful for silent surveillance. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.
I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 